Sunday is, guess what? Sunday is Father's Day. So it is time to start thinking about what kind of dad you are and what kind of dad you want to be. Because Father's Day isn't about the thing that you want, by the way, uh, a trek, uh, e-bike, the rail, 9.9. But that, that's, not, that's not important. It's not important. What's important is thinking about what kind of father you are and also thinking about sharing advice because, man, do we not do this at all as men, as dads. We don't talk about it. And this applies to whether or not your kids are little or whether they're older. Maybe they're fully grown. But we had a truth bomb just dropped on us yesterday by Mohit Rajans, who's the co-founder of dadspotting.com. You are distracted as a human. Don't teach your kids how to be distracted. They're watching you. They're mirroring you. If you feel like you can show them good examples of how a lack of distraction can be, make them functional, use that as the example. Start with it. It's important. Start with it. It is important. Don't teach your kids to be distracted. That really struck me yesterday. That was a real takeaway for me from that conversation uh, with Mohit Rajans. And on the line, Casey Palmer, Canadian dad, blogger, and influencer. Casey, welcome to the program. I just glanced at your most recent post, and man, did it jump out at me. And I love it. It's not called babysitting when it's your kids. Oh, thank you, Alan. It's it's true. You know, there's a lot of uh, stigmas that come with fatherhood and uh, Mohit's a friend. And I think he really hit the head on the nail when it comes down to the patterning and modeling we need to do to try and break all that. Yeah, uh, it, we really need to sometimes rethink, you know, how we react as dads. I talk a lot about you know, I think we just, as dads and as men, we want to fix things. You know, it's like, well, there's a, mm-hmm. well, there's a problem here, so I'm just going to go get this, you know, this Robertson screwdriver, and I'm going to fix that. <laughs> and that's not the way it works when you're parenting. No, it's very true. I mean, not everything is instantly fixable. Uh, a, a lot of what our children will end up being comes from years of repeated behaviors or reaffirmations and things like that, which as men, we're not amazing at. It's something that is more of a learned behavior for so many of us. And we need to get more comfortable with doing things that perhaps aren't what we were taught when we were being raised by our dads. And so it's just, it's a new world where, you know, we know so much more of the impacts we have and we need to live up to that. Casey, take me back. What what brought you to this space? Uh, By the way, CaseyPalmer.com is where you can uh, read the content. Uh, What brought you to this space where you, you wanted to share and talk to other dads? Actually, you know, it's funny. I, I originally just liked to creating for creating sake and just had fun with it for a long time. And I was actually going to hang up my hat when I became a dad in late 2013. But some friends illustrated for me the point that we didn't have that many fatherhood discussions happening online and that I was well situated to carry what I was already doing for years and years on into a new direction. And so I just started chronicling the story and I found out, you know, over the years that it's just so much bigger than me. 
my story is just one example of fatherhood. And there's a lot of dads who are out there isolated, looking for advice, looking for others who are going through what they're going through. And it really helped to start building bridges and communities around the entire idea of, hey, like if you don't have dads around you in your space, we can at least build this virtual space where we can at least start that conversation and see where it goes from there. When you when you connect with other dads, um, is there a top line concern? There's one that just keeps coming up again and again. Yeah, for sure. We all feel like we're not enough. Uh, at any given time. And oh, it's it's really easy oh, to feel God. that, right? Like oh, it's, we're, we're in a society where it's just kind of like, you, you don't know what enough is. Enough isn't something that's really modeled for us very well, but then also you have a feeling of inadequacy because every time something goes wrong, you know, it's, uh, it's really compared to, you know, moms really. And moms are really good at building community. They're really good at being able to share what's going on in their hearts and minds with each other. And we have not got there yet. So it's really hard for us to get out of our own heads and realize that we'll have good days and bad days at dads, but it's a bigger picture that we're not always, you know, keying into because we're so trapped in whatever moment we're in, whatever phase we're in. So that's, that's often where a lot of the fears and issues come from for dads, I feel. Yeah, 100%. You know, my father-in-law dropped a piece of uh, knowledge on me uh, not long ago. And I, I think I was, you know, sort of expressing what you're talking about, just feeling inadequate, like I'm just not, mm -hmm. I'm not doing enough. And he just told me, you're there. That counts. That counts. Mm -hmm. And it made me feel so much better just to, just to know that, you know what, hey, I'm just here, I'm here and I'm present and that counts. It's very true. Your, your kids, more than anything, just want you and for you to spend quality time with them, not just be present as a person. So that's a good start, but we need to be so much more intentional with hearing them out, with understanding where they're at and being able to give of ourselves to them. Uh, I know that the entire idea is that we wanna give more to our kids than we were given ourselves when we were children. But as I've you know seen things happen over the generations in my family, I realized there was a point with my kids where I gave them too much Mm. too many toys, too many things. And I had to switch it up and realize that they needed less things and more me. And when I understood that it's made for a, a far healthier relationship with them, it's developed by leaps and bounds because of it. Oh, expand on that for me. Too many things, but not enough you. Yeah, I mean, you know, you want them to have the best clothes, best toys and everything. But especially going into the pandemic, what I realized is that my definition of what made a good father in my family changed a lot originally it was you know i showed up i would be at all their events i would be at their school things i would be there for the you know any birthday parties they needed to go to i would always be there to do it because my life was set up so i could successfully do that but that wasn't always what they needed that was a very you know baseline thing to help them out but I didn't truly understand who my children were as individuals and how much they differed from each other and their triggers and their dreams and what they were trying to accomplish. They're only seven and five right now, but it's not, you know, it's never too early to really key into just who your child is, is as an individual, because ultimately they live their own lives. You can't live their lives for them, but you can give them the tools and resources to successfully live those individual lives they'll have to lead as they get older. And that's where, you know, a lot of the time we spend together right now is really focused. Hmm. That, for, for, for me and my kids are a little older. My kids are both teens. Mm -hmm. for, for me, it has been, and I, str I have struggled with this. I'm not perfect at it, but trying to find those moments of engagement 
those moments yeah. where even though they want to talk about, in, in, in my family's case, they, they both want to talk about video games all the time. <laughs> That's all they want to talk about. And I don't care at all about video games. And what I've tried to stop doing is sort of scoffing and saying, that's not real life, that's not IRL, so it doesn't matter. I'm trying to be better and engage them and communicate with them on the plane that they want to communicate on. Yeah, that's that's good, though. I mean, it's really understanding where they're at and being able to join them in that space. And especially in those teenage years, I know that from the ages of something like 14 to like 25 I was just not in I was not in the family space mentally at all and you eventually wake up and realize you know that it's important to have that connection at, from the child standpoint as a parent you're there the entire time just wanting that to happen but sometimes it's just about patience and giving them the time to catch up you know you know what strikes me is um the similarities between toddlers and teenagers they are it's very similar um you can't, they, they don't understand consequence, just like toddlers. They mm -hmm. are super self-focused. I mean, their whole world really, you know, begins and ends from the top of their head to the, you know, soles of their feet. That's the whole world that they have. And, and, I, and almost just like being a parent of a toddler where I felt like I was totally unprepared and always just one step behind, I feel the same now that I have teenagers. That's that's totally fair. I remember driving up a group of teenagers to a uh, church retreat a couple years back in the winter. And I, you know, you, you have this idea when you're raising young children that they'll grow up, they'll to be, able to be able to take on more responsibility, things will get easier. And I looked at the mess of this rental van. <laughs> and it just like chips all over the place, all these crumbs stuff shoved in crevices. I didn't know how it was possible. And I was just like, nothing changes. Nothing changes for a very long time. <laughs> But I mean, you know, I sound like I'm down on teens, uh, and I'm not because at the same at, at the same time, just like you know, when they're toddlers and when they're older, they're, they just open the your world. They just the way they talk, the way they're just constant marvels, and they're smart, and they give you this path back to your own childhood that I just I adore. I just think that that is it's the most rewarding thing I do, and I'm sure you agree, Casey. Definitely. Like, who are we but grown up teens, right? We have a bit more life experience. And in a lot of cases, we're just more jaded because we've had a lot more negative experiences. But I think it's we need to treat children and teens as, you know, intelligent as they are. And I try to never downplay their ideas and things they want to discuss because you never know. Their fresh perspective could be exactly what you needed to think of something in a new and better way. And you just kind of have to give them an ear and hear them out. So, right. Casey, this has been a great conversation. I really appreciate it. Uh, CaseyPalmer.com. Is there anywhere else that people can find your content that you want to point out? That's the best place. Links to all my other social media sites. Uh, I'm working on a book, and there's various other things happening. So if you want to hear fatherhood stuff, check it out. Appreciate it, Casey. Have a great Father's Day. Thank you so much, Alan. You too. That's Casey Palmer blogger, influencer, writer, its content's great. And I, I I tell you, I think a lot about this stuff. I do. You know, um and man, did did Casey ever nail that with that experience I think we all had about like, you know, I don't know if I measure up. 
The other day I went for a walk. I was out walking with my wife, and you know, and, and you, you you encounter other families, and you know, there they are, all happy together, and you know, smiling, and they're, everybody else's family looks like a Norman Rockwell painting, right? And we have this. I, I, I maybe it's maybe it's only me, but this competitive nature, weirdly, you know, even amongst other dads, like, mm. you know, and. It, I got to put that away. I do. I got to put it away. Listen, I hope you've enjoyed listening to this and I, I and it's important to me. And and I hope it's important to you too.